Welcome to the teaching ministry of Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Church. It is our prayer that the message you're about to hear will no doubt shape on your destiny in Christ. Be blessed as you listen. Revelation chapter 1, verse 1. The revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave him to show his servants. What is this? The what? Come on, help me. The revelation. And to show his servant things which must shortly take place. And he sent and signified it by his angel to his servant John. Who bore witness? Now, this is intro. You know, John is there to start saying it. Who bore witness to the word of God? So, what you see here is John bearing witness to the word of God and to the testimony of Jesus Christ. To all things that he saw. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it, for the time is near. Verse 4 John, to the seven churches which are in Asia, now John is beginning to speak. Grace to you. From him who is and who was and who, ha- I mean, who is to come. How do you know him? You can see what John knows of him straight from this first sentence. Who is, who was, and who is to come. And from the seven spirits who are before his throne. And from Jesus Christ, the faithful, the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead. All we are hearing here is how John had come to know him. The firstborn from the dead and the ruler over the kings of the earth to him who loved us and washed us from our sins in his blood. The way John knew him is reflected in his letter. The way you know him is reflected in your letter in your conversation. Yeah. You can hide it for a while to come out that this is the much of Jesus you have. And has made us kings. So as far as John was concerned, we are kings. It's what you know. Who has made us kings and priests to his God and Father. To him be the glory. (laughs) This is John's heart and conviction. To him be the glory and dominion forever. It's different from our theology nowadays in the Pentecostal church. The devil has too much power. We wrestle with him night and day. Every day. The devil won't let us rest. The devil, oh, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil, the devil. It's the depth of your knowledge. I'm not saying the devil doesn't. It's not there. I'm not saying it's not trying to stop you. Of course, he will always try. But why give him the power that he doesn't have? You can see. 
You're going to see John here. Praise God. Kings and priests to his God and Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Can you keep, keep on hearing? To him be glory, to him be power, to him be kingdom. Forever and ever, forever and ever, forever and ever. To him be glory, to him be power, to him be forever and even now. He is the owner of the glory, the power. Why give it to the devil? Behold, he is coming with clouds and every eye will see him. Uh, even they will pierce him and all the tribes of the earth will mourn because of him. Even so, amen. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord. So what John was saying, church, listen to me. He quoted Jesus there. He's just been talking, he's just been introducing himself in his letter. But when he goes to this place, he quoted him. That's why he says, says the Lord. I am Alpha, I am Omega, says the Lord. The beginning and the end, says the Lord. I am Alpha, I am Omega, I am the beginning and the end, says the Lord. He quoted him. Okay. The context of what I'm trying to talk about today. And they said, he didn't do that. He didn't say, he said. He quoted him straight. He could have said, he said. Like he's been saying everything about him, what he did, the middle of kings and priests, the middle of this, this, But when he came to that, he said, I am Alpha. <laughs> says the Lord. Who is and who was and who is to come? The Almighty. Says the Lord. John had something boring in his heart to say, but look at his focus, look at his attention, look at his concentration. The message I want to pass is not bigger than Jesus. Come on, no! It's not! That's what he's telling you. And that's where most of us make mistakes. I, John, he was not telling them what he saw. Both your brother and companion in tribulation and kingdom and patience of Jesus Christ was on the island that is called Patmos for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. He was talking real thing. Like I, Taiwo, you know, I was in South Africa. I was in Durban and then I, um, I moved to Job, Joburg and then I, I stayed in one place called Rivera and then uh, I really was talking real life. For the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. Can you see his condition again? For the word and testimony of Jesus Christ. I was in the spirit. This note. Because when, when your concentration and focus is on Jesus Christ, believe you me, you will operate more in the spirit. You have the capacity to live, to live the rest of your life in the flesh. But if your focus is Jesus, you will do more in the spirit. I will do more in the spirit. And therein lies the victory. I was in the spirit. On the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice of it, as of a trumpet saying, What did he say? Can we read together? Everybody, help me, help me, help me, help me. Alpha and the Omega. Come on, help me. The first and the last. And what you see, write in the book and send it to the church, seven churches, which are in Asia, to Ephesus, Minor, Pergamos, Tidera, Tardis, Philadelphia, and to Laodicea. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke to me. I heard. Then I turned to see the voice that spoke to me. And having turned, 
I saw seven golden lampstands, and in the midst of them seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, and gathered about the chest, and they gathered around. His head and hair were white like wool, as white as snow, his eyes like a flaming fire, his feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, burnt in a furnace, and his voice has the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in his strength. He has a message. Ladies and gentlemen, church! All John wanted to do was relate the message. But can you see the attention given to the sender? Your message cannot be superior to the sender. My message cannot be. I realize that has been a challenge for me. I struggle with a lot of things. You, pastor, I'm a man. And I, as I discover, I share. And when I saw him, because I saw, I fell at his feet as dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying to me, that's why if truly you see him, you have only one posture, worship. <laughs> He's so awesome that he will command his presence commands worship. Did you hear me? His presence does not demand worship. If truly you see him, his presence commands worship. I fell at his feet as dead. But, everybody say, but. What did he do? Uh, can you see the nature of the one you are dealing Do you know right now here, he hasn't changed? That's why when you see him, there's only something. I know what he does. He comforts. I speak the comfort of the Holy Spirit over your life. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he said to me, Do not be afraid. Can I say that to someone here today? Take it as a prophecy. I don't care where you are, I don't care how far gone. Looks like you're being held together just a thread. Do not be afraid. Do not be. And see what he says. See what follows. Read it with me. Come on. So can we read it from Do Not Be Afraid? Do not be afraid. Why? I am the first and the last. I will have the last say in your life. Can you see how this keeps on repeating itself? I am he who lives and was dead, and behold, I, am ever, I live I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of what? Come on, help me. Hell or Hades and of death. Let me just, because of time, let me tell you what Hades there means. Literally, I have the keys to the unseen realm. 
So rather than getting scared to death and dying before death, do not be afraid. I am the first. I am the last. What did you contribute to your being born here? What did you contribute to your being created and to your being born here to this earth? And can I be frank with you? Some may know how they will go or may determine how they will go. You say, how do they determine how they may go? If they mortgage their lives for wealth, for power, let me have power and kill anybody and lift up anybody. Let me have power to have the money. Then they mortgage their life so they will die at age so. So those ones can determine. And God will honor what they have mortgaged their lives for. But what if in between the line, their eyes open to what we are saying? There are greater covenants. Covenants are in powers. The blood of Jesus, if they truly see, we deliver for good. I promise you. So usually you don't contribute anything to how you go to. But the question is this. Whoever wants to die, come on, talk to me. Do you know anybody that says he wants to die? Except those who are thinking that there's, there's hopelessness, there's disease. Nobody wants to die. But everybody dies. And everybody will die. Pastor, don't talk death. Are you scared? I should be scared of death. Death has no power to come near you until you finish what you have to do. In the name of Jesus, it's what you believe. And remember, don't put anything ahead of Jesus. Don't you ever in your life, because what you fear the most will seize your life. That's the Bible. Fear Jesus the most, he takes over. With all everything that Job suffered here, he said, what I suffered the most in my life has finally caught up with me. So he was, as, the Bible says he was righteous, he was blameless, he was the richest, the most influential in the world. But he was afraid of death. He was afraid of losses. Sorry, he was afraid of losses, he was afraid of losing everything, he was afraid of, he said, everything I fear. Let's fear God. Every other thing we fear us. Praise the Lord. All right, that's the context. It was in this context, he now said, he said, I'm alive, this is, he said, now write these things to the church. Now, he's about to deliver the message, but can you see how much time he spent on who is the center? What do you need in your life? How much time do you spend on him that you are calling for help? Like you spend on just meet my need. And so here, he began to make it clear, he began to make it clear that, look, there's one thing important, he's Jesus. There's one, more, one person important, he's Jesus. As far as life is concerned, it's Jesus. Come and say, Jesus. 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 May nothing dim your sight. May nothing becloud you away from Jesus. No, I'm not joking. Whether it's pursuits in terms of ambition or fear, they do the same job. They block him away. Ken Hagin said, Jesus appeared to me several times. He said, I mean, in his writings, he said, one time before he started ministry, getting to the ministry of the prophets, he said, Jesus was talking to him. And clearly, they were having a good conversation, and it was so good. It felt so nice. And all of a sudden, something like a small monkey appeared. 
and blocked the view of Jesus from him. And he was, was what kind of nonsense? What kind of rude creature? Doesn't know it's Jesus. Jesus continues to talk. Didn't even pay attention to that. But he was not hearing anymore. He was blocked away and he was distracted by this nasty creature. He was angry at the time, but his distraction or his, his surprise and his anger did not change the situation. He was not hearing Jesus anymore. He could see across that Jesus was there, but this guy just decided to block and was just make. When Jesus would talk, he would go, and he would hear Jesus. Then if you allow him to get you so angry, you don't still hear Jesus. Except your anger is holy anger. When he couldn't take it anymore, he said, in the name of, I bind in the name of Jesus, get out of the name of Jesus. The thing went, and fell down, boom, and ran. And Jesus was unperturbed. He remained the same. He wasn't excited. He wasn't angry. It was just the way it was. And by the time, he said, sir, can I ask you a question? Didn't you see? He said, I saw. They didn't do anything. He said, I've done everything. The authority is yours. He didn't come to disturb me. He came to disturb you. And when you got to the place where what you know of the word and of me became a revelation, you took action. Many are waiting for him to come and die ten times on the cross. I said that to say this. At the beginning of this year, he said to me, I know your works. Your strength is small. See, I have said before you an open door. Until the word becomes a revelation, there is no faith. Revelation is the basis of faith. Otherwise, we all know the Bible. When they say there is power, I saw power. When they say we can lay your hand to see, to, on the sick, I saw it. Because we know it, it is true. But hey, where we were, it was being silent. That was where I came from too. But is the word revelation or head knowledge? Somebody said the time has come for the church to shift completely from mere information to revelation. Otherwise, we will never see the power. Otherwise, we will never see the power. So, early this year, he said to me, See, I have said before you an open door, which no man can. It is left for me to see. It is left for me to know that there is an open door. And no man can shut. He doesn't just talk that way. He talks that way when he knows that you are about to give up. You are being held back. You are being disturbed. You are being denied. You are being hindered. But I'm not the one hindering you. I'm not the one disturbing you. I have made you. I have empowered you. I have saved you. I have encouraged you. You have the Holy Ghost. So, the door is open. The choice is yours. Who do you believe? Do you know that Christianity is nothing other than this one thing. What is it? The revelation of God. 
revelation of his son Jesus the revelation of who he has made me and the revelation of what he has given me outside that no Christianity when I have a revelation of who God is I will talk like John talked you see he was about to give a message see all he was saying about God the father see all he said about Jesus revelation and I said but this is what he said I should tell you <laughs> hey is somebody hearing me please don't make my Jesus look like he has no power he's as powerful as he has always been I have said for you an open door which no man what's your testimony there's one bigger than you can ever think of in the name of Jesus because no one that puts his trust in him shall be put to shame you will never be put to shame so we can all be singing open door open door what is it to you your strength is small but I have said before you an open door which the man can show and then he didn't just stop there I will prove what I'm saying to you, to your detractors. Say where? Say those who call themselves, who are not. I will bring them to worship at your feet. And I will prove to them that I love you. (laughs) Please get it again. The door is I can't let everyone shout it. If you want to get out of whatever is holding you, which God has not created to hold you, shout open. The door is what? Open. In the name of Jesus. If Jesus says it, that's what it is. That's what it is. And what does open door mean? In the assignment of your life, in the purpose of a creation, opportunities will never fail you. And you will never fail to seize the opportunities. Why? Because in the long run, in that area, in that aspect of your life, which is why you are here, his name will be glorified. And your destiny assured. And your destiny will provoke many other people's destiny. You are his workmanship. What do you know? What do you know? Has anybody ever walked up to you before? I say, ah, I dreamt. They told me you will die. And they say, hey, Pastor, they dreamt. They t- you know, it, it, it baffles me. You hear every day, Jesus said, I've opened the door for you. Then one person came to tell you and then you believed it and that's ruling your life. Why didn't you allow what you've been hearing rule your life for one minute? What's what will you believe? We're having a lunch with a, with a friend, very sad in the ministry. I said, Pastor, I stopped pursuing men many years ago. I admire and I love men and I, I see models, I emulate them and I thank God for them. But I don't pursue them because by the time you think you are getting to where they are, they change. But Jesus will never change. 
And so I'm not disappointed if somebody has a problem. I'm full of compassion and I pray for them. They are not Jesus. But don't forget, who opened the door? And what did he say? No man can. Now, listen, listen, listen. Say, for I know your and I know your strength is Come on, do you know what Hannah said in the book of Anna, I think in chapter, first Samuel chapter 2, and the book of 4 Samuel chapter 2. He said, by reason of strength shall no man prevail. So if you are waiting for your strength to prevail, why are you wasting your time? When you can turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. Turn it over to Jesus. I don't know what situation looks like. It's, not, it's, a, it's totally impossible. Can I boldly, in the name of Jesus, declare to you this morning, I don't need to call you to stand up. I want you to believe what you're hearing because faith is never born until there's a personal conviction in the heart. Hear me clearly. I don't care how long. At, ah, see, 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 see. He said that Abraham believed him and that became his justification. Uh, did somebody hear me? Uh, somebody hear me? And when you met him the first time in chapter 12, he said he had said to him, he said it, and they left uh, in chapter 15. When he got to him, he said, the Elias are in my house. Come on. Are you helping God? Please strip, strip the truth of all your embellishment. Give the truth to me the truth. He said, yes, I'm not talking of Elias. Huh? It's in your house. Everything in your house is okay. But I'm talking of the bone that will come from your loins, you and Sarah. Between that time and chapter 17, Ishmael was born. When they appeared, he said, bless Ishmael. After that's my son. He said, oh, you don't need to tell me what I do. If Ishmael is your son, I will bless him. But I'm talking of the one that you and Sarah will give birth to. Listen, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen. At that time, conviction came. God, watching the covenant in the vision, bringing him to count the stars, conviction came. He came to a place where he knew. He knew. He just knew. At that point, the Bible said he considered not the impossible was no more considered. I challenge the impossibility of your life on the ground of the covenant I have in the blood of Jesus this morning. The door is open. In the name of Jesus, it is open. And no creature can shut it. I didn't say it, he said it. No man can shut it. No man, no man. Jesus said it. Should I be afraid of you and leave Jesus? Who are you? I fear him. <laughs> no man. By the time conviction was born, God said, This man is justified. At age 100, the baby came. I don't know what the devil has stacked up for you, against you. I don't know what has stacked up against your life. I declare in the name of Jesus, the door is open. I said the door is open. I said, I don't know what is 
the major fear in your life i said let that fear vanish why the door is open you believe it it is open can i ask you to stand up on your feet i want it by your own mouth if you do believe it say it that he said it say it in my life for my life jesus has said it i believe it regardless of what the devil is doing regardless of how far he has come in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i speak as a covenant child of god but by the blood of the everlasting covenant and in the name of jesus over my life and every situation in my life the door is open come on i want you to pray come on go ahead pray 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 thanksgiving force every door open believe choose to believe jesus choose to trust him for his word he doesn't say what he doesn't mean it doesn't mean what he doesn't say The door is open. Jesus said it. I said the door is open in the name of Jesus. In my finances, the door is open. In my health, the door of healing is open. In my marriage, the door of peace and bliss and fruitfulness is open. In my ministry, the door is open. It's an effectual door. No man can shut it. Open in the name of Jesus. In my walk with the master, the door is open. In my relationship with men, the door is open. In, as a witness for Jesus Christ, the door is open. In the lives of my children, the door is open. The door of life is open in the name of Jesus. The door of peace is open in the name of Jesus. The door of joy is open in the name of Jesus. The door of wisdom open in the name of Jesus. The door of love is open. Open in the name of Jesus. No man can shut in the name of Jesus. The door of courage, the door of boldness, open in the name of Jesus. The door of the fear of God, open in the name of Jesus. The door that makes my life the source of glory to God, bringing glory to his name for the rest of my life. That door is open in the name of Jesus. Open. Opened, 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 in the name of Jesus, opened, fruitfulness of the womb, open in the name of Jesus, the door is open, I'm fruitful in my body, I'm fruitful spiritually, I'm fruitful emotionally, I'm fruitful physically, I'm fruitful financially, I'm fruitful in my health, the door is open. As a husband, as a father, as a grandfather, as a son, as a brother, as a sibling, the door is open in the name of Jesus.
Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. So God came and said, Abraham, give me a sacrifice. Guess what? The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, he said, he reckoned, he considered, he totally believed, he was absolutely convinced that when he kills him, he will raise him. Why? Because God has spoken and has done it before. I trust you at a word. You told me that in Isaac, and you ask me to offer Isaac, God, I know you will never let your integrity fall. I live by the integrity of the word of God. That's my confidence. What we are becoming, we have not seen yet. Eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. It has never entered into the heart of man. We give him praise. Don't live here crying anymore. Don't live here afraid. Declare it is. In the storm, they were about to die. Paul said, the God whose I am and whom I serve. His angel is standing by me and he said to me, Revelation. He said, there will be a lot of destruction, but no man will die. Revelation. He said, because he has given me all of your life. Revelation. David, you are king of Israel. Revelation. Let the spears fly. Let the Philistine arrest you. You will reign. It takes revelation. It takes revelation. It takes revelation. Moses, you are leading them to a land. When they go to the Red Sea, and, you know what? Why are you crying out to me? What have I spoken? That's why I said, Big, why are you standing crying to me? Tell them go forward. That's some prayers that are just doubt and let me say it some prayers are doubt some prayers prove that we don't believe him prove it father set Peter free don't let Herod kill Peter don't let Herod kill Peter and they were praying and they were praying and they were praying God moved he opened the prisons Peter came out every wall open, every door opened on his own accord every wall opened on his own accord for you in the name of Jesus. But one door did not open. The one that he expected man to open. When God opens the door and you believe, your attitude will be that of open doors. When he got to the door, knocking, those who were praying did not open. Roger was saying, that is Peter. They, did. they said, what do you mean? Shut up. Ladies and gentlemen, God will not help you live the Christian life. He has made your spirit man perfect. He has dealt your spirit perfect. Your soul, your mind is your responsibility. You want to be, become a hero in the kingdom? The hero he has made you? Looking unto Jesus! Come on, Hebrews 11 and 12. How? Your body make it a living sacrifice. Paul said, I put my body under. 
your soul, your, spirit, your mind, and your body is your responsibility. Has he spoken? By his stripes I've made you whole. If it's a revelation, by his stripes I am healed. Even in the midst of this town, Paul got everybody there. Some on specks of wood, specks of wood, specks of wood, specks of wood. The world will wonder how you make it. That you will make it. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout, the door is open. In the name of Jesus. No man can. Father, we give you praise. We give you honor. We worship you. Take all the glory. We know that you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Taiwo Dukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.